Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is Sean Hogaboom, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Saul Thompson. Hey, everybody. Um, how are you, John? Saul, I'm doing really well. Uh, the weather is starting to turn around a little bit here in Michigan. It's like mm. 50 degrees out today, which is quite a treat for us Thanks. Michiganders. Got out on a walk with the family today, so that was nice. And mm. just uh, it's supposed to rain tonight, but that's okay. As long as my dog doesn't yeah. get too nervous, I'll be good. Aww. How are you, Shout Saul? out to Rico. <laughs> Shout out to Rico. Please come on the pod. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Uh, going a little stir crazy. Mm-hmm. Relatable. Uh, didn't get... A good night of sleep last night. Uh, we were talking earlier, but I just want to be outside. And if I have the mm-hmm. chance to work outside this summer, I will be so happy and so thankful because, God, I just I I want to be in the sun. So we're trapped. Badly. We are trapped right now. Free the boys. Yeah, for real. Free the boys. It's the beginning of week six for me for working from home in quarantine. Ugh. Uh, it's been good so far. I'm very thankful that I enjoy my job and I really like my coworkers. So that's been good. But I'm ready to get back in the office and actually just enjoy society. You know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. So I will. Uh, I'll take that gladly when it comes back. Mm. For sure. God, sure. just cannot wait to be in the outdoors. <laughs> so you haven't even been going like we're still allowed to go hiking and stuff like that. I've been doing plenty. I mean, I've been going on runs and stuff, but we're getting close to finals period, so I can't spend too uh, long out of my house or you know true. not doing work, things like that. Saul still goes to school. That's true. John, still, still the old man. <laughs> yeah, the the geezer of the podcast, Mr. John Hogaboom. I graduated this past May, so. I am free from higher education for the time being. I do plan on pursuing a graduate degree eventually, but mm. as for right now, just chilling, working, podding, all that good stuff. Podding is a very good stuff. It is a very <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> so, Saul, as you know, as you may know, I hope you know, we are a fashion podcast. That we are. And we do like to do a little segment called Fit Check, and I was wondering mm. if you'd like to participate in that this evening. Uh, I don't think I will. Oh, wow. I guess that wraps up today's episode of Paracons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love to. Um, pretty simple, simple fit today. I got no shoes on, just had dinner and came back from a run, so rocking nice. the uh, the no shoes. Classic. I uh, got the Selvage denim on. They were the comfiest pair of pants I, I have in my room. Oh, putting my, jeans uh, on post-run. Dude, I'm telling you right now, selvage denim gets super comfortable. Like, I don't know whether or not it's because I personally just wear them a lot, so I feel comfortable mm-hmm. in them, or if it's because I've broken them in to an extent where they are super comfortable. But these things fit me just so well. I just feel so kind of at home in them. That's good. Yeah, I couldn't really see myself putting pants on after a run. I'm always a shorts guy post-working out. But I, I guess all it around my house for two or three hours after a run. nice that's what you want to hear just letting the boys breathe anyway sorry to repulse the uh the viewers working my way up i have a so it's kind of it's weird i think it was intended as a pullover but it's 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 small in the arms but it fits me as a thick long sleeve maybe you're just too swole i'm definitely not too swole Ah. um 
it is a Japanese brand. It's from a denim company called Full Count. Sure. Uh, yeah. It is a thick kind of like pullover material. Uh, it's a navy blue, and it has a fake university insignia on the front. Cool. Um, and it has a dragon and a phoenix. And the the there's text, and it says West Dragon, East Phoenix. Nice. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I don't understand the reference, but it seemed like a cool university, and I got it for like seventeen dollars. So Still. can't beat that. <laughs> any any like light outerwear for that cheap, you, you can't go wrong. That's true. What about you, John? What do you what have you uh bleh, got on today for the pod? Man, if this isn't ever a classic pod fit for old <gasps> Wait, John Hogan. Can I guess? Yes. Okay. You want me to go top down or bottom up? Your call. I'm gonna go Get bottom crazy. up. All right. The ever-present, the classic, the pot and stocks. You know it. Okay. Good start. Now, the shorts are up. tricky because I wear the like two pairs of shorts. Are tricky. It's a coin flip. I'm going to roll the dice and say they're the the gray Nike ACG shorts. You are correct. The, let's go with the purple. With the purple. Yeah, um, it's like a pinkish trim. purple detailing the, uh, the zippers on the pockets. I love zipper pockets, by the way, also. Like, uh, yeah, the Patagonia baggies shorts, if those had zipper pockets, those would be top notch. But for now, the ACG win. Okay. So knowing that you're wearing the ACG, those are gray. Mm -hmm. That being said, I don't think you're wearing any outerwear. You're just wearing a t-shirt and I'm really money on the Supreme MC Escher long sleeve. That would have been fire, but unfortunately, oh. we are going full ACG clothing. I have a Nike ACG shirt on as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. What's describe it? What are you? It is a plain black shirt. It's it's mm-hmm. like that when they released the collection, they had like normal shirts, and then they had like a more technical shirt. And this is the technical shirt. It's slightly longer. It's a thicker fabric, and the. Uh, the sleeves have like seams in them, so they're made to cuff, which is really interesting. Oh, is it a short sleeve or a long sleeve? It's a short sleeve. Cool. Okay. But they're made to like roll up once at the at the sleeve, so you can show off the guns. Show off the biceps, yeah. Yeah, and it was um, it was the shirt because I excuse me. Originally, I was just gonna get the shorts, and then in the pictures, the model had the shirt on as well. And I was like, that looks really good together. So I got the shirt as well. It's black with purple and yellow ACG logo. Ooh, cool. Yeah. That rounds it out. That is the, uh, the fit for the evening. Casual tactical. Yeah. I don't think you've worn that shirt on the pod before. I don't believe I have, but, uh, it gets a lot of rotation during the week. It's one of my favorite black shirts for someone who wears a lot of color. I I Mm. do quite like this, uh, more toned down shirt. Hmm. You have any new garm pickups from the past week? Um, I have a pair of Hoka One One sandals coming tomorrow, mm. which I'm very excited about. And besides that, I feel oh, I got a couple of pairs of sunglasses off of Amazon, so mm. just kind of pulled the trigger on a couple, and hopefully they come in and look cool. Are they so, UV tested and everything? I or? have no idea. Be careful. I, ju- I just saw them and I thought they looked cool. But no, I have like a good, I have a good pair of like polarized Ray Bans that mm. if I actually need a pair of sunglasses, I'll go to those. These are more for cool fit picks. Yeah. I mean, now you've set it up. I think you have to deliver. Oh yeah. I 
I need to drop a fit pick on the on the timeline yeah. soon. It's been I'm gonna encourage all of our followers to pester you until you drop one. Yeah. Well, how about this? If they start following me on my actual <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> then then I'll drop some fit picks at John Hogaboom. But like uh, the social. Yeah. You don't you don't actually have to follow me. Don't <laughs> don't feel pressured to do that. My Instagram is kind of trash. I I think my last post was in February, and then before that, it was like October of 2019. So the consistency is not there. Some would say the Frank Ocean of Instagram. <laughs> Some would say. <laughs> Thank you. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that my new bio. Despite Frank <laughs> having an Instagram, now, he's got his his public blonded account, which I'm a huge fan yeah. of. Moving oh. in to. Well, first of all, I just got to give credit to that lovely fit check segment. That was a blast. Yeah. Moving into our news pieces of the week, I actually have one piece of fashion news. This is the first oh. first fashion news thing in a while for yeah. Fair of King. Everything's been deadzo, but yeah. Everything's been deadzo, and this is actually a product of things being deadzo, but uh, Nepenthes in New York has opened mm-hmm. up an online web store, which I think mm-hmm. is awesome because that's uh, a collective of brands that I really like. And they have only been available via their physical shop, which being in Michigan is very difficult for me to attend considering it's in New York City. But now they have a web store that I can browse and dream about buying $700 needles, camp collars. Yeah. So for those who don't know, um, I'm not sure. How do you pronounce Is it Nepenthes or Nepenthes? I think it's Nepenthes. Okay. So it, it, it is named. it's named after a carnivorous plant. Um, I don't really see how that's relevant. I guess that would just be for pronunciation. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they carry a lot of very kind of, how would you say like unique and kind of structurally, One-off it's like workwear events. inspired. Yeah. It's right? like workwear, but mm-hmm. they put their own couple shakes of spice on it. And it, mm-hmm. it's really interesting collection of brands. There is needles, which is very well known for their track suits, mm-hmm. but they do a great line of clothes as a whole, uh, engineered garments, which a lot of people are familiar with because of their Uniqlo collaboration mm-hmm. South to West eight, which is lesser known, but it's like fishing inspired, which is mm-hmm. beautiful brand. Very, very cool. And there's a fourth brand, which I don't know if it's continuing, which is really sad because this is actually my favorite Nepenthes brand. It's called AIE. It stands for arts and education. Mm-hmm. And I think they only did like one or two seasons, which is a bummer because their stuff was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen their stuff before. So I've been to the store and I've seen it. Um, it's really cool stuff. I'm so I don't know why I'm getting really into kind of like fishing inspired clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know. My, my two recent like loves have been couch and sweaters and fishing inspired stuff. And I've yet to kind of land anything on the fishing inspired land. Like you're catching a fish. I'm going to leave this podcast. Woo! <laughs> I'm kidding. I still got it, folks. I still got it. So I might actually leave because my Wi-Fi disconnected earlier and we had to restart the pod so if that happens again i'm going to be really disappointed oh but yeah i mean no i i i love to fish um yeah so i'm really excited um yeah pair of kings fishing trip uh, i would love that some fly fishing i've got my rod in my room dude be really fun yeah Yeah, hopefully you can land some sick fishing gear hopefully (laughs) yeah that uh it was cool to have a little news news chunk for the week finally yeah yeah. Um, moving forward from that uh, kind of news is all of our sneaker releases for the week. Mm-hmm. 
Today, there was a pretty exciting release. Um, the Nike SB Dunk High 420. Um, it was called the Granddaddy Skunk, I believe, and it only released at a skate shop in Minnesota. Um, there were 420 pairs, which, uh, from what I've been told, is a reference to weed. And they are currently going, I think the lowest ask on StockX is for $5,000. So you're going to drop the the money on them, right? Oh, yeah. You know, stimulus check. I'll buy like a fifth of a shoe. I mean, it's like a it's like a stock thing, right? You're buying shares in a company. Yeah, you get them some... on you get them on one day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Five other people who are big old size thirteen. Yeah, and they're numbered on the side, so whoever gets sixty nine four twenty is a legend. Yeah, I mean, I I would be willing to bet whoever gets four twenty four twenty one four twenty and sixty nine four twenty those pairs are going to be more. They'll go for like ten grand. Yeah. yeah, at least if not yeah. more. Um, but yeah, that was pretty exciting release for the week those are pretty cool they're a purple with a green swoosh mm-hmm. and they're like a hairy suede which looks really neat um moving forward from that adidas actually had kind of a banger week uh, they have this pro model it's called the new york pro model it's like embroidered on the side in a really thick embroidery it says new york incursive very cool Mm-hmm. And then a shoe that I didn't know about until I checked sneaker news for the for the week rundown is an extra butter Adidas collab. It's the SC Premier mm-hmm. Cable Knit, and like half of the paneling is cable knit sweater material. Oh, they are sick, and they release tomorrow. So what? I might I'll send you the link after the pod's done. Yeah, I they might have, have to get these too. Holy they have a dark God. green pair and a white pair, and the dark green is so crazy. Damn. The, okay. It's a little like cable knit sweater on a shoe, and you know, Saul and I love our chunky sweaters. So yes, we do. This might have to be a necessity cop. Yeah. To, to keep us sane during these trying times. <laughs> Additionally, you've got uh, just some Ultra Boosts, classic, um, a Spencer McMullen Converse Chuck Seventy Artist Series. Those are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Some Nike basketball, some Kyrie's, some KD 13s, um, the Yeezy 700 MNVN, which is like the third or fourth rendition of the 700. I don't think um, any of them have released online. They all release, well, these hopefully will release online because of quarantine, but they're all like regional releases. So that's kind of cool. And then Mark Gonzalez, the artist, has a Adidas collab this week as well. So Adidas is having like a huge, huge week yeah. this week. Sounds, yeah. <clears throat> on the Nike side of things, there's an Air Fear of God 1 coming out on the 25th, which is a shoe I think is really cool, but not for $350. That's insane. <laughs> like, yep. come on, Jerry. These do not cost $350 to make or anywhere close to that. That's an, that's like unbelievable. That's the same as the, um, the first Adidas Yeezys, the 750s. Yep. And these don't look nearly on the same level as those. So I don't know. Not for me. Uh, I, I mean, I like the shoe, but the price is too much. Too much for a Nike. Yeah. And then the uh, New Balance has a collaboration with Levi's coming out on the twenty hmm. fourth. Those are pretty cool. They are cool. a New Balance thirteen hundred. So yeah, solid, solid week for sneakers this week. Um, we've seen that the last couple weeks, which is surprising to me with all the shenanigans going on in the world that there are still shoes releasing on a regular basis mm-hmm. but 
good for them. Good for all the shoe brands still pushing stuff out. And I'll be definitely looking for those cable knit Adidas tomorrow from extra butter. Yeah, that's those sound insane. Like that might be my my first shoe purchase of the uh Oh of the decade. Of the decade, yeah, I guess. Well, Hoka One Ones, but the Bondi first, first like sneaker to wear yeah, and look cool. There you go. Although yeah. Hoka's always look cool. So I was poking around um some of the kind of sneaker news, things like that. And I, I don't, it didn't happen recently. I'm going off on a bit of a tangent and sure. we do have a lot of meat and potatoes to get through on this. Oh, book. we have like 17 questions tonight. This is going to be a long one folks, but I have found, okay. So the brand and forgive me for butchering the name, but I don't Lanvin, L-A-N-V-I-N. Lanvin. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how to say it either. I okay. always thought of it I as think Lon- it's that because they're French. I, okay. Regardless, they did a collection of Babar, you know, the elephant? Oh, yeah. And I've become obsessed with it. I can't find it anywhere. Have you checked, like, Vestaire? Yeah, I've checked Vestaire. I've checked Real Real, stuff like that. But it's just, it's so hard to find. Damn, if anyone's got the got the hookup on the Babar Lanvin collab. That was my those are my favorite books as a kid, dude. Yeah, those were sick. I kind of forgot about those. You bring you're giving me some crazy nostalgia dude, right now. Elephants never forget. But I played high school football, so I do <laughs> the CTE. It's kicking in, folks. Oh yeah. I mean I'm poking around in Vestaire now. Um and they have the scarf, which is really cool. Um, am I thinking about it? Yes. Will I follow through? Probably not. We'll see. We'll God see. damn, dude. All right. Sorry. Sorry to distract everybody. I just oh, get good. really excited about certain things like this. That's, um, that adds to the fun of the pod. It does. Yeah. Saul's random tangent, I guess. <laughs> Saul's random tangent. But off of Saul's random tangent, we mm-hmm. have so many questions to get through this week. Thank you, everyone, for asking. We got some unbelievable questions. I've been thinking about them throughout the last day. I know Saul's been thinking about them throughout the last day. Yes, sir. I think we have 17. Yep. That's that's egregious. Let me see. 4, 8, 12, 17. Yeah. So we'll start it off. And starting this off, I'm going to say my first bad word on the podcast because it's in the title. Of the John, question. John, what? what? I will read this. Thank I you. I will not let you swear on the pod. Okay. I didn't know if it was a quote, if it was okay, but <laughs> no. i keep my good boy energy going on. Good friend of the pod. Good friend of John's. Future wife of Saul's. Question mark. However, <laughs> Morgan McClure asks, have you guys listened to rock star shit yet? Um, I was going to, but then when I saw Morgan ask this, I didn't. I, yeah. Yeah, she suggested it uh, in a post of ours earlier in the week where we were asking for music from from our followers, and Morgan suggested it. And being the great friend I am, didn't listen just to just to make her a little angry. So sorry, Margie. Um, she she recently pulled a quarantine move and cut bangs yesterday. Ooh. But they turned out really well. So shout oh. out shout out to Mark. That is not how I thought that that would go. Yeah, we were all surprised. But it, it worked out like very, very surprisingly well. Because 
I don't trust myself at all with making changes to my hair during this. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you to everybody who did comment on that post. Um, yeah, we got I have checked out to... a lot of the, the, the songs on that. Uh, I listened to Eve's tumors, new album. That was um, crazy. Weird, that but was it really is good. good. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So sorry, Mark, we haven't listened yet, but maybe <laughs> we will. Who knows? <laughs> maybe moving down the line to a question where I won't have to say naughty words. <laughs> what is a foreign language you wish you knew fluently? And this is coming from Valeria um, Guerrero. With two A's and two O's. So that's V-A-L-E-R-I-A-A. Oh, yeah, you're right. G-U-E-R-R-E-R-O-O. Cool at name. I'm assuming yeah. that's your actual name. So cool name. Yeah. Very cool name. You want to take this one first, John? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of foreign languages I wish I knew fluently. I'm like... Very, very beginner levels of Spanish. Like mm -hmm. if I if I had to survive, I could probably do it. But they'd be laughing at me the whole time in a Spanish-speaking country because it's not great. Um, but a foreign language I wish I knew fluently. I think Italian is a beautiful language, but I think my number one would be Japanese. I think that'd be mm. really – I think – uh, Japanese culture is so interesting and I think it's a beautiful language all the characters and everything like that um, I have a friend who is minoring in Japanese at Michigan hmm. State and it's really interesting uh, he's taught me a little bit here and there and it's really really a cool language to start learning and I've I've considered doing some lessons maybe I'll maybe I'll get that going in quarantine but I yeah. think Japanese is my is my pick for that how about you Saul uh, I have three, um, Spanish just because of the prevalence in the United States. And I think that it is something that, you know, I think that it would be very, very useful and, and important to know, um, Chinese as well. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would also pick Japanese, um, so I can better communicate with my Japanese denim stores and watch <laughs> anime without any subs. I would still, I would still sub, but I would sub in Japanese. Whoa. I watch all I watch all my shows with subtitles. Do you really? I do. That's um, cool. We've yeah, started doing know. that in the Ogbum household. We've started doing a lot more subtitles lately. I think that if you don't watch your shows <laughs> with subtitles, you are slow at reading. Well, I can't read, so that's true. Yeah, little known. Well, fact, maybe this I, is your I way to learn how to read. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be a good thing to learn for quarantine is <laughs> how to read. We're getting there. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Moving John, on. Yes. This might be the most polarizing question. question that we've ever gotten. Very polarizing. And I feel like it could cause a serious rift in the Pair of Kings universe. Mm -hmm. So coming from very good friend, uh, huge supporter of the pod, um, yep. very active in the comments and... I don't think that he's hopped into the DMs, but Big I definitely homie. know him. Big Huge homie, homie, regardless. Um, the at name is Orange, L-L-I-N-G, and I think you would say it... Orange uh, I thought it was Orange Elling, but I'm not sure. Either way, very cool. Yeah. Um, he asks, what are your favorite dog breeds and why? And he also says that he's loving the pod, which means boys. a lot. Loving the pod, boys. boys. <laughs> Thank you for being our boy and loving yeah. the pod. Because we love doing the pod. I'll start this one off. Um, so my all-time favorite dog breed is Boston Terriers. 
And my reasoning behind that is that's the kind of dog I've had for my entire life. Um, when I was born, we had a Boston named Petey. He had one eye. Oh. And uh, fortunately, he passed away. Rest in peace, Petey. And then when I was in third grade, we had a Boston Terrier named Frank. And my current dog is a Boston Terrier mixed with a bunch of other stuff that we aren't quite sure of named Rico. <laughs> Enrico has the most personality of any dog I've ever met. Uh, we rescued all three of them from uh, a local Boston Terrier rescue that oh. get Bostons from unfortunate situations and give them an opportunity to find a new home. And so we've been blessed uh, throughout my life with three amazing dogs. And so Bostons are always my number one. However, I love all dogs, all varieties. There is no bad one in my book. So... And my reasoning, because Orange Jelling asked why, because I just think they're beautiful animals inside and out. They're pure souls, and they are creatures of love. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, I'll, I'll go saw? off on a quick tangent. So as a lot of our supporters know, a lot of our listeners, a lot of kings and queens, uh, I worked in Australia over the last summer um, on a bunch of farms. And on a lot of the farms, they have uh, like working dogs. So dogs that you would use to herd cattle or muster cattle um, or muster sheep. Um, and they're really sweet. They're just kind of mutts. Like, you know, they don't really have yeah. a, a breed. Um, a lot of them are Kelpies, but a lot of them are just like straight mutts. Um you know, like breedless. Um, but a lot of them are kind of starved for attention. Um, they don't get a lot of affection from their Aww. owners, and their masters, which is a little bit sad. Um, they are working dogs and, and, mm -hmm. you know, there they, they are treated well. Yeah. It is true. Um, it would be like being affectionate with like a, like a cow. You know what I mean? They just don't see them in the same way as we see our, you know, pet dogs. But, um, I rapidly found that the dogs are, are super sweet. And if you give them, any sort of affection, they will instantly become your friend. Uh -huh. And so you give them like a chin scratch and they'll like follow you around all day, which is awesome. And you just have a bunch of dog friends following you around. That sounds um, lovely. Yeah. So a lot of them didn't have names, but um, shout out to all the unnamed dogs who were super friendly in Australia. Uh -huh. um, but getting back to the question, I currently have a little Dachshund who I am absolutely enamored with named Leopold. Um, I bought him in Australia. He is the best boy, and I love him very much. Best souvenir um, so, ever. Yeah. Uh, he is a, a person unto himself. He is a very strange little man, but I love him <laughs> with He's all of my heart dog. and soul. Great dog. That is true. Um, but I have two other breeds. So growing up, we had English Bulldogs. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. So uh started off with an English Bulldog named Pearl. May she rest in peace. And an rest English peace, Bulldog Pearl. named Andre, who may also rest in peace. Rest in peace um, Andre. And we had another dog named Mike, who we had to give away, um, which is very sad. But uh, we currently have a Cocker Spaniel and a Dachshund um, that we are very happy with. Um, they're also a little bit easier to deal with, thankfully. Um, so Dachshund, uh, English Bulldog, but also I want to give a quick shout out to Samoyeds. Um, oh, I would man. walk. I would Yetis. walk a one-eyed Samoyed on Yale, on Yale's campus. Um, she was the dog of the DUS of the philosophy department named Daniel Greco. Really nice Ooh. guy. But I thought you meant that was the dog's name. 
No, the <laughs> the dog's name is Bianca, and she has one eye because she had glaucoma, and they had to remove it before it spread. Um, but she's super sweet, and she gets anxiety sometimes, um, and so she gets nervous around new people. But every time I would see her on campus, I would run over, and so she got comfortable with me. Um, and somebody reached out to the professor um, and said, hey, if you're looking for a dog walker, Saul would be perfect for it. And so I walked her for about a year, and we became very good friends. I haven't seen awesome. her around, but yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we, we're a very dog-friendly podcast over here. Love dogs. What do you think of cats? Um, They skeeve me out. Um, yeah, they're kind of sketchy. I have a scar on my jaw from a cat from when I was a little kid, oh. so I've always been a little standoffish towards cats. But there are a yeah. couple cats that I absolutely love. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just for me, dogs are a little bit more social, so I tend to get along better with them. I feel yeah, like I'm cats, definitely a dog person. Yeah, like cats aren't an animal that you can like go over to somebody's house for the first time and be like super good mm-hmm. friends. With, you know you, what I mean? You gotta like, warm up to them for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, yes, indeed. Wow, not as polarizing as I thought. I thought that, that would Very have exciting. a bit sort of odds, but yeah. No, oh, I like all dogs. Love dogs. I mean, Can't hate. I do too. But yeah. Yeah. So another question very big thinker for me uh from another huge supporter at by nathan bell on instagram good friend of ours in the in the last couple weeks he's been asking us questions and just getting to know us a little bit better and super great guy uh he asked what are the boys favorite episodes the boys episodes or the guest episodes this is a tough one man i got a clear answer john do you really i'm gonna have you go first because i don't easy Favorite episode? Episode zero. Episode zero. Oh a lot of the gosh. listeners may not be aware of it, but John and I, we recorded a first episode of the pod. We haven't, but we, we, we recorded a first episode of the pod, affectionately named episode zero. Um, it was two hours long. It was mm-hmm. John and I. I, I like, was in my dorm. My, my suite mate like, walked in. Um, yeah. It was a good time. I think I'm literally just using like the mic on my headset. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. That was like hands down. Great crazy. Great time. It was the first time John and I had ever spoken yeah. over the yeah. over the phone or over Skype. First time um, we ever heard each other's voices. Yep. That is uh, crazy that, that it exists. Yeah. It's on my computer. Yeah. Um will it ever be dropped? Maybe. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. Could be a gift for the for the fans once we want to reach a certain number or something like Mm. that but man that is that is a special episode for sure yeah Uh, since episode zero it's hard to pick i have a ton of fun uh recording with saul and the boys episodes but i've learned so much from the guest episodes but Mm -hmm. i think episode zero is a good a good one to hang on to because without episode zero we would not have the rest of them Mm mm-hmm so thank you very much, Nathan, for your support throughout the pod and for asking such an excellent question. Yeah, excellent question. Mm-hmm. An equally excellent question from our boy, Dom Choi, huge friend of the pod. As fashion well. boy. John Choi, fashion boy. We have a Snapchat group with Dom. Like we're, we're boys, the three of us, three musketeers over here. He asks, what is the best pasta noodle? Easy. Easy? Let's hear Easy. it. Fettuccine. Really? Okay. It's, it's, it's hearty. 
It's thick. It carries sauce well. It does. It it could be used in a bolognese. It could be eaten alone. It's not flimsy like angel hair. You don't have to to deal with stuff falling off of it as you would like (laughs) ziti. Yeah. Um, I will say that there is also a worst penne or I gave it away. There is a worst pasta noodle. Penne lisse is the absolute garbage of the pasta world to the point where the Italian population would not pick it up in times of quarantine because nobody wants to eat penne lisse. Anyway, what is your favorite pasta, John? Penne. Normal penne or penne lisse? Normal penne. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. fine. The ridges, um, the ridges make it great. I, I think yeah. normal penne is up there in terms of pasta, but penne lisse is like crappy ziti. I hate so, it. So penne lisse has no ridges. It has no ridges. So think okay. of a ziti noodle, but cut at an angle, and it's not yeah. as like wide. It's yeah, not. I'm as not into that. Not into nope. that. Yeah. But regular penne is actually my favorite variety of pasta. Um, mm-hmm. It goes very well with more lighter type sauces. Uh, we mm-hmm. do in my family an amazing pesto pasta. It's very citrusy Ooh. pesto. We make our own pesto with homegrown basil. Ooh! Oh yeah, it's it's Come something on. else, man. So, and for that reason alone, we we typically pair it with penne. That's a favorite of mine. But additionally. The Hogum family in the last year has gotten into making our own pasta. And oh, I suppose that's close to a fettuccine in thickness, size, etc. It's unbelievably good. Um, it's so simple to make to it. Only It takes like 45 minutes or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but man, once you get the, the measurements right and everything, you can just crank it out. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll pair that with the pesto as well. We'll do like like... I'm a big fan of lighter pasta dishes. Of course, I love spaghetti. Mm-hmm. I love fettuccine Alfredo. But like, just give me maybe a little citrus, some pesto, stuff like that. Maybe throw some chicken or some shrimp on top. I'm all good. Hmm. But I'm a big pasta guy. Uh, and if you aren't familiar, I don't know your your favorite like grain makeup, but the pasta <clears throat> excuse me the pasta brand Barilla mm-hmm. has a protein pasta Mm. and it's fire it's like whole grain first of all which i'm a big fan of um and then they it's got like 20 grams of protein per serving which is insane you've gotten really into a it's like a black bean spaghetti so there's there's no wheat or anything it's just i think it's black bean and maybe like cornstarch or something just to keep it from sticking um and it's got like 24 grams of protein a serving and it's delicious it doesn't taste like beans but yeah you know this this man over here eating beans um, <laughs> I do have a quick shout out. I do think a very underrated and criminally forgotten pasta noodle is Scooby Doo macaroni and cheese pasta noodle. Developed in in Italy. Um, yep, hundreds of years ago. It's kind of crazy how it thousands just, of years how, ago. Kind of crazy how it just coincided with Scooby Doo's existence. Exactly. Yeah, I I also forgot to give a shout out to bow tie pasta. I think that's a very fun pasta, and I love love me a bow tie. And the and the wagon wheel one too. Big fan of the Ooh, wagon wheel. The wagon wheel is good. I haven't had I have wagon fond memories. Forever. Yeah, fond memories from when I was a kid of wagon wheel. Wagon yeah. wheel. So moving from pasta to a very important sidekick, maybe is the word mm-hmm. uh, of pasta. Um, a king uh, by the name of Yegcap. So that's Y E G K A P underscore is underscore dead. 
asks, what is your favorite type of cheese? I'm a big cheese guy, personally. Okay. Um, I'm personally lactose intolerant, so I'm going to okay. have you take this one solo. I'll take the wheel. Solo dolo. Uh, I apologize to any lactose intolerant listeners at home if this somehow uh, triggers your lactose intolerance because I don't know. <laughs> Talking about If you talk about cheese too much, it might count. I don't know the specifics of it. I'm not a dietitian, but uh, I'll just run through some of my faves. Uh, favorite like go-to classic cheese if you're going to do like cheese and crackers. Extra sharp cheddar. You can't go wrong. The sharper the better in my eyes. Uh, my favorite like more snazzy cheese. There's an excellent balsamic vinegar infused Parmesan that's sold at my local grocery stores. I don't know if it's sold everywhere, but it's sensational. Um, very sharp cheese as well. Pairs well with some some charcuterie. Uh, boards type deal but i'm a big cheese guy in general chances are i'm not going to turn away some cheese um not a big fan of like the super stinky cheeses things like that but just uh throw some on a plate chances are i'll i'll be hovering taking more than my share worth of mm. cheese and crackers you're not like a telegio guy nothing nothing crazy out there for you you know i'll eat it but I'm, you know, I'm a common man when it comes to the cheese. I don't, I don't discriminate, but, you know, I'll be happy with, Yeah. chances are I'll be happy with whatever I'm given. In the words of one young thug, hell mm. nah, I don't discriminize. It's true. You don't. <laughs> Shout out to young thug. Come on the pod. Shout out young thug. Yeah. Be legendary. I want to hear about the, uh, the dress. Yes, indeed. Oh. Big question coming up. Huge. Uh, we we try our best not to get political on Pair of Kings podcast, mm -hmm. but this is you know this is some crazy times right now, and we have to uh, ask the important questions over here. So, our good friend Stephen, aka Space Opera, Space underscore Opera underscore, friend of the pod, guest of the pod. Check out that episode if you haven't already. Are you in favor of the geocasket policy, Saul? Um. This one's a little bit tough for me. So I, I was a pretty staunch supporter of the geocasket policy. Um, I think that there are some underlying social and, and class-based concerns with the geobasket policy that need to be addressed before I, I become um, as enthused as I once mm -hmm. was. I think that I, I had a fairly closed-minded point of view um, when it first came out. And I, I do apologize to all of our viewers, um, but you know I am the first to admit my mistakes Sure. Um, Very and, brave of you. No, of course. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm I'm not one to get political. Um, yeah. No, I I just think that in general, um, they should be accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also understand the complications with that. Um, and the sort of 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 political stance that that sets me. For sure. Um, the the Yeezy three fifty V two policy um, is a good example of the failings of kind of that thinking. That's true. Um, yeah. 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 Man, that was that was a rough one. We thought it was going to be good back in twenty sixteen, mm -hmm. but it clearly has panned out into uh, a national issue, if not a worldwide mm -hmm. issue. No, debatably the worst thing that happened politically in twenty sixteen <laughs> <laughs> was the, was Yeezy three fifty. <laughs> Oh man, we we were we were doing so well. We were keeping it together. Um, 
This question, of course, is a interpretation of our good friend Carson Craning. He went around at a Bernie Sanders rally and asked people if they were in favor of the Bernie Sanders geobasket policy, which, uh, of course, isn't a real thing. But people were blindly saying yes or no uh, to seem, I don't know, pol- politically educated or they didn't want to be put on the spot. So they just had an answer answer already. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we here at Pair of Kings, we're not a political podcast because maybe we're not smart enough. Who knows? But the geocasket policy remains to be seen if it can be effective or not because, you know, we've seen plenty of geobaskets in the world, but we're also all stuck at home right now. That's true. We, we can't get as many fits off, or we can, but who's, the appreciation levels may not be as high. And at the end of the day, aren't we all just wearing fits so people will love us? Yeah, I mean, if a fit falls in the forest and nobody's around to see it, does it really fall? <laughs> but at the same, if you brick a fit in the forest, <laughs> did you really brick it? That's true. Oh, catch me, catch me outside doing like park national park service work in the future, bricking fit after fit after fit. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> huge! We've been on quite the question streak. Um, yeah, this is one. <laughs> good friend of the podcast my my dear friend morgan mcclure uh coming in hot with a big question see i like all of my friends to be around at all points in time so sometimes i try to set them up so i tried to set up morgan and my friend saul by basically starting an instagram group <laughs> and telling them they're getting married and that they owe me a prada bolo tie that i can wear to the wedding so Moving on from that fun little charade, Morgan asks, what is Saul looking for in a woman? You know, keeping um, it keeping it with the fashion and all that stuff. We're a very fashion-focused podcast. So, of course, why not ask, what is Saul looking for in a woman? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mean to get too... I, I'm not a shallow guy. Um, He's deep, I, folks. He's seen Rick and Morty. Yeah, I mean, you know, looks aren't everything. Um, but you know, mostly what I look for, um, in, in a woman inside of a woman, um, two lungs, a liver, a bladder, two kidneys, a heart, um, a stomach, a small kidney or excuse me, a small intestine, a large intestine. Um, and most importantly, a brain. Um, and you know, I, I know I sound needy and I know I sound, you know, know, you're coming off a little demanding. It's, it's a long list. Um, and you know, I, I might be setting some pretty unattainable body standards for women, um, but I, I'd like to think that these are these are fairly base level um, um, kind of of uh, specifications. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to use the word specifications. I'm not like designing a robot, but um, I mean, you seem to be. But I yeah, I, I'm sorry it, to all the the, the women <laughs> listening. I'm really sorry if I've come off shallow or or crass or demanding um yeah i don't even you know, know if i can comment on that it's this question set me up to one. fail they, you know, <laughs> it set me up to fail <laughs> thank you morgan for asking such a polarizing question and sure. just <laughs> making the making the hair on the back of saul's neck stand up for the last 24 hours <laughs> oh god anyway john yes important question here from friend of the pod uh 
forgive me for the pronunciation, but uh, at Martin, uh, B-E-C-E-R-R-A-Y-E-A-H. I didn't want to butcher your, your last Martin name or if that's Becker a... yeah? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the yeah is a, like, interjection. So it could be Martin Beckera, yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure. Um, thank you so much for the question, though. Um, they ask, why do the CC- CCP boots look like gym shorts? Also, what does tomfoolery mean? Two questions on just the opposite sides of the spectrum. Um, I think the CCP laser cut boots look like gym shorts because, as we all know, Carol Christian Powell is a professional basketball player. Um, he plays on the Los Angeles Lakers and he, uh, he's been putting up some pretty solid point lines this season. I think he's averaging like 16 points, eight rebounds and four assists a game. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, designed those, those boots to look like a pair of the game issued shorts that he gets mm-hmm. week in and week out as he battles on the court for, for the LA Lakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you aren't familiar with the CCP laser cut boots, please go look those up because they do, in fact, look like gym shorts. They look like mesh, kind of. Yeah, um, cool. I will say, I can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine, but I, I can't imagine it's good. Um, I, 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 the smell that has to be uh, the lasering the when they make them, and also fresh out of the box has got to be disgusting. Burnt skin. Yeah. Yuck. Big yuck. But yeah, uh, I'm waiting to see someone wear those on the court. BJ Tucker, I'm looking at you, man. <laughs> wear some Carol Christian poles on the court. Yeah. And come on the pod. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Second part of that question, what does tomfoolery mean? Um, Just general nonsense, stupid behavior. Shenanigans. Just up to no good. Hooliganism. Mm-hmm. Just, Yeah. I think it's 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 like silly stuff without malicious intent. It's just mm-hmm. people goofing around. People goofing around. Which yeah, Saul and I are always new boot goofing on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> we are not serious in the least, ninety percent of the time. And uh, I hope that carries over. I hope people don't see this as like a deadly serious podcast because I think we're we're out here to have fun. I think our answer to the geocasket policy would show otherwise. But yeah, I think, yeah, we, we got very serious back there. But thank you, we, Martin. Yeah, turned into NPR for a minute. We there, did. Yeah, got very, very real, very quickly. Huge question coming up. Massive from from your dear friend Zobby, friend of the pod. Huge friend of the pod. Better fit, Yankee with no brim, or Denver Nuggets jeans? Are you shitting me, John? Are you shitting me? My son got the Denver Nugget jeans. No, Jeez. Denver Denver Nugget jeans are the better fit. It was it was a it was a fire. It was a full fit. He had the matching polo. He had the shoes. He had the jeans. The Yankee with no brim is a one off piece. Mm-hmm. You know what and I we mean? We didn't get it, to see the full fit. Exactly. Like, so I don't know how if you had a shirt with no it. sleeves and a exactly. pants with no legs and a mm-hmm. pair of shoes with no laces. That would have been legendary. What if he was wearing the the uh you know how they they make like geo basket highs into lows? Mm-hmm. If oh, he was gosh. rocking those yeah. with the Yankees with no brim, I would lose my shit. Yeah, it'd be fit of the century. I think so. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of have to agree with the Denver Nuggets jeans. The full fit was fire, like hands down. It was great, and mm-hmm. 
yeah, I think those were great. If you can combine the Denver Nuggets genes with the Yankee with no brim, uh, I think that's I think like you get to be the president for a year or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, and just check that out if you feel like it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Thank you, Zabi, for asking such a polarizing question. Huge we, question. Yeah. I feel like we're in a political debate right now. Yep. I've been racking my brain for like the past eight <laughs> hours trying to think of answers to these. Yeah. Saul Thompson. John. What? <laughs> Wait. Never mind. The question didn't even start with what. I'm just going to start over. This is going horribly. Friend of the pod, Bren Denham. B-R-E-N-D-E-N-I-M-M. Asks, are you guys going to go all out on the fit when you meet or just wear casual clothes? Good question, man. I've actually thought about this. I have too. Um, John is going to know it's me. I'm going to show up with a uh, Supreme Box logo hoodie Mm -hmm. um, on top of a Supreme Box logo hoodie on top of a Supreme logo box logo hoodie. Excuse me. It's going to be a warm place. You do have three logos. I'm going to drive. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I'm going to be dripping all the way up. Going to leave a quite literally. There's going to be a lot of sweat. Underneath the bogos, I'm going to be wearing my my Bape Dragon Ball ZT. I'm going to be oh, yeah. wearing. Um, I think that's going to be it. I think the the bogos will keep me nice and warm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that should be fine. On the legs, I'm going to get. Um, I don't know, dude. I might go. I might go. I might go bottomless. Um, let the oh, let the box logos speak for themselves. Okay. Um, and then on foot, Hoka One One Bondi Sixes um, as Classic. I chase Rico around the yard. There you go. Yeah, he is very fun to fun to fun to chase around. He's he plays a good game of chase because he's very fast. For Dude, being Leo nine years loves old. chase. I should I should bring I should bring Leo. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Let the let the boys get to know each other. Yeah, while the boys get to know each other. <laughs> um, yeah, in all that's... seriousness, I'll, I'll give a serious answer. I feel bad for for <laughs> crap talking it. I'll show up in my salvage denim. Um, yeah. I'll I'll dress as I normally do. I don't. I, you yeah, know. I think I'll do a classic fit because. Yeah. That's what I do. I mean, yeah. sure, we'll, we'll dress up for some fit picks, of course. Of, of course. Because there will be huge fit picks. Yep. Without a doubt. Those will be Without our, a doubt. our finest work on the on the Instagram feed. But, uh, yeah, I think I'll probably wear a relatively normal John fit, maybe some dunks, some, uh, some shorts of the five-inch inseam variety. And then the top, I don't know. Maybe if it's a little chilly out, a fleece of some sort or a sweater. If not, we'll bust out a sick T-shirt and just uh, let the fit speak for itself. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited for, for that day when we get to have an IRL fit check. I would love that. Yeah. Boys fishing trip, boys ski trip. Who knows? Who knows what I, it'll... I can't ski. I'll just go out and say it right now. You are learning. I'm, I'm not very good. But My I center of gravity you. is too high. Dude, I I'm six two as well. I'm six two as well. I'm not, I'm six not two. You're, I know you're six five. However, hello to all the female listeners. John is single. <laughs> <laughs> I will teach you how to snowboard. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'd be better on a snowboard, but I don't know. Our snowboard is it like washed up snowboarding? No, I. I, I, I feel like I'll get made fun of if I snowboard. People give me crap all the time. I, you know. It's it's just like fashion. People are always gonna have something That's negative true. to say if they thing. see you having fun and doing your own thing. Way to way to turn that around. That's good good way to think about that. I like that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Another good question coming up. I don't think we've had any bad questions. I'm going to no. stop saying that because these are all great. But uh, J underscore Pyramid, Pyramide, perhaps, J underscore P-I-R-A-M-I-D-E asks, any tips on how to resell that maybe people don't know about? This is a very good mm. question. Um, Saul and I have both resold plenty of stuff mm. throughout our youth. Uh, I haven't in a while. I don't know if that's just out of laziness or because I have a real job now. <laughs> but uh, I actually do have a good resell tip. Um, Hit me. Don't buy in your own size because you'll be tempted mm. to keep the stuff and wear it. I know I have throughout the years, um, which has been good. I mean, I've got some really cool stuff that I initially planned on reselling and ended up wearing. But if you are in it just for the money, definitely don't buy stuff in your size because you will yeah. get tempted and end up keeping stuff that you probably shouldn't. Yeah. I was going to say, in terms of reselling, if you want like safe places that are, you know, there are scammers on Grailed, um, mm. a lot of fake items that have been sold, um, stuff that you would never expect. Um, so, you know, just be careful. Um, realize that there are people who are out there to kind of do your research. Do yeah. your research. And um, don't be afraid to ask spending... people on Reddit. You can go to mm -hmm. um, yeah. fashion reps and post a picture of your mm -hmm. item. Even if it's legit, they'll tell you if it's good or if it's bad. Yeah. No, no, for sure. And uh, on the topic of Grailed, check out Vestair Collective. Mm -hmm. um, they're a probably lesser known uh, website. They're based, I believe, out of Europe. And um, man, they have got some great stuff. They're similar mm -hmm. to Grailed in the sense that it's a global marketplace. But what Grailed lacks is that extra authentication, authentication whereas Vestair, they double check everything. Everything mm -hmm. goes through them before it goes to the end user so they they have a great service and uh they definitely deserve more credibility and uh more hype than they get yeah so um peace of mind mm -hmm. absolutely <laughs> i have that peace of mind yeah so our next question uh, a little question. bit shorter it's a short question but i think it'll have a long answer yeah. Well. Um, another question by very good friend of the pod. I chatted with him today. Great guy. Uh, by Nathan Bell. He, I'll shout him out really quickly. Picked up a Vetmall. Uh, gonna butcher how to say it. Polizzi, like the police hoodie. Oh yeah. Uh, the really cool green one for like Those seventy-five are... euros. No way. I know they they it's they go steal. for like three four hundred. I know. It's insane. Good job, Nathan. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Huge, huge king move right there. Major However, he asks, favorite TV shows? I think I just got to rattle them off. I don't want to get into too much detail. Do it. Yeah, I'll fire, be, fire I'll be gone off. for 15 minutes. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yep. Seinfeld. Mm. Uh, 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. Got to give The Office some credit. King of the Hill. SpongeBob. Flapjack. Ooh. Um, I thought Trailer Park Boys was great uh, in the early mm -hmm. seasons. I know I'm forgetting a bunch, which is going to bum me out later when I think of them. Uh, Parks and Rec. Frasier. If you haven't seen mm. Frasier, give it a look. I love Frasier. I'm going to stop there because I'm going to just keep going on and on. But those were that's a, that's a good list to sum up mm -hmm. my 
com- my television taste, mostly comedy stuff. I find mm-hmm. that to be much more interesting than dramatic stuff. And I, I think my sense of humor is decent, I hope. But I think um, – oh, I forgot Always Sunny. Always Sunny, Always. Yeah. It's great. And uh, But Curb, I think, is my all-time fave. Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm. if you haven't seen it. I'll add to your list. I think we share a lot of picks. Um, community, Breaking Bad. Oh, community. Um, community's back on Netflix, by the way. Yeah, I saw huge. that. And I love Breaking um, Bad, too. I haven't finished it, though. Mm. I need to go back and finish oh, it. Dude, it's fantastic. Uh, okay, St- st- staying on <laughs> not gonna get distracted um jojo's bizarre adventure is fantastic i need to i need to watch that fantastic yeah. uh gurren lagan uh which is like i think it was a netflix original anime really okay. good um hunter hunter is one of my favorite anime of all time just so good um like oh oh <laughs> um I'm trying to think of ones that you haven't said. I, you know, I don't want to repeat. Um, hmm. Oh, the in-betweeners. That's, I, I, I'll things. leave it at that. It's, it's really good. Um, and it, it doesn't show its age that much, which is pretty okay. cool. That's yeah. That's um, good. Yeah. I'll leave it there though. Those are okay. a very solid list of shows to, Oh, Oh, Dexter. That's Dexter. one I've never seen a single you episode. I, I don't even know what it's about, but so oh, it's about a serial killer who only kills serial killers. Okay, I'm gonna go watch the entire thing. That sounds um, great. Stop after season four. A lot of people say that you should kind of finish it to finish it. I think it ruins the show. Yeah, I never finished Parks and Rec because I just hated the last season so much. Yeah. Oh, regular show as well. I love. Oh, that's classic. Show. Yeah, regular show, Adventure Time. Got to give them both a shout out. That was a good yeah. era. That was like my final era of cartoons. Sad dude. As a kid, but yeah, those all the uh, Total Drama Island. Got to give a shout out to Total Drama. Ooh, Island. TDI. Yeah. And okay. every show from my childhood, like they were all yeah. fire. Shout out yeah. to Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network for always holding it down. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Nathan, for a great question. Yeah, uh, I'm a big big tv guy i don't i try not to watch too much so i don't turn my brain into pudding but i really do enjoy some shows moving forward down the list this is one that i wasn't quite sure like if it was a meme or if if it was real coming from our friend dom Choi. how do you set up your bedroom why don't you come over and find out dom (laughs) oh no i'm kidding um i think you go by like furniture size first okay you do bed dresser desk or bed desk dresser see i Um, didn't know if this was like a a meme like if this was like an actual question that i thought it was twitter or something okay i didn't know i didn't know if i was out of the loop or something but this is a great question if yeah yeah so something that my friend shout out zabi because this was genius Something that he did was he made a like one to eight scale model of his room on paper and That's cut so- out his dresser, his bed, his desk and his like clothing rack. And he so smart figured out all of the ways and he marked the outlets, too. And he marked all of the ways that he could lay out his room and found like the optimal way. He's going to be our boss someday. Probably. <laughs> Shout out to Zavi. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I set up my bedroom. I have a bed in one corner, and then the opposite <laughs> corner, I have my desk. It's an L-shaped desk. I really enjoy it. <laughs> I have a lamp. 
next to my bed. I have my dresser across from my bed. And I have my shrine to Jeff Goldblum in the middle. Hmm. With are a full marble. Yeah, there are there are a lot of candles. Um okay. but don't worry, I've got like fire extinguishers on, on deck. Okay. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um I've spent a ton of time in my room lately because I work out of my room now that I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. So I've I've gotten to know my my space a little bit better. And uh I'm a fan of it. I rearranged my room I think January, February, and I got a new desk and I'm really glad I did because it's been a much better workspace for working from home than my previous desk. A piece of advice that I'll give anybody who's kind of cooped up in their room or in their in their space, um, get a plant or, mm. or even just take up gardening, open a window or something. Um, it's, it's really hard to be, and I'm speaking from experience, cooped up in your room all day. Um, and, you know, a little bit of greenery helps a lot. I've been helping my mom oh, set definitely. up her garden. I know your mom gardens, John. Yeah, um, but it's folks, it's yeah. it's really nice. And forgive the pun, but it is like a breath of uh, fresh air. Excuse it me. is. It is. It is an oxygen producing breath of fresh air. Yeah. But great question, Dom. That's uh, one I've never I've never like thought about the way I set up my room. Um, my old desk was like a drafting table, which was it was oh. really cool, but I just didn't use it as much. Shout out to my old desk. Hope you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, since since I've kind of arranged things around a little bit more, it's been much more productive and great for potting as well. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Moving down the list from our good friend, Fashion Wankers, friend of the pod and guest of the pod in the past, what is the worst fashion phase we've had? So I think I have two. One was my... I'll blow through these pretty quickly because I've told these before on the pod, but my, my Heidi boy era where I was wearing skinny jeans to the point where I like could barely move um, or walk in them. That was a low point. Um, Second would be like ultra hype beast. So I would see something that like Uzi had worn and I would just instantly go and try and buy it. Um, And I remember he was wearing in the bad and bougie music video, a pair of women's vet mall sweatpants. Oh yeah, um, like asymmetric. They're really cool. Those are um, really cool. And he can wear them because he's he's he's, he's a, a short he's, king. He's a fit king too. Um, but I am six two, and so I bought my size for the waist, and they barely like they were like high. They were like long shorts, basically. Uh, I looked like an idiot. <laughs> um, and I had spent like two hundred dollars on sweatpants. I felt like a fool. I gave him my <laughs> little sister, and like she doesn't wear them. I don't know. I just feel dumb. Um. <laughs> So I'm still a little bit salty about that. My shout out Louisa, my little sister, but she, I think, occasionally wears the sweatpants. So they're not like going to waste or anything. Um, and I'm very lucky that I was able to kind of have the, the money to buy on. them yeah, yeah um, in the first place. And I think I've become a lot more fiscally responsible. Um, yeah. I also didn't know how to resell women's stuff, so I did not resell them. Usually with go. a lot of my, my clothing fails, I would resell them. Um, maybe save for one pair of Amiri jeans. Um, (laughs) (laughs) usually, usually when I, I get an item and it bricks, I will resell it. I'm not one to kind of consume and and leave for leave them for dead in the back of the closet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
What about you? Worst fashion phase, John? I think it's similar to to what you said. I didn't have a Heidi Boy phase, but um, just my Ultra Hype Beast phase. And I think it's something we kind of have to go through before we find our own look. Like you get tired of just browsing the Instagram feed and wanting to buy whatever you see the the cool kids wearing. Um, it's yeah. kind of like the cocoon before you emerge into the beautiful unique butterfly that you become when you find your own style. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think <clears throat> early in my, in my college career, I kind of just wore whatever was popping on the, on the Instagram feed, you know, a lot of anti-social social club, etc. And I, I've evolved hopefully since then, but I appreciate, I don't know if I have like a worst fashion phase because every single one has contributed to my style and my personality as a whole. So I think uh, they've all been for the best in the long run. And sometimes the bricked fits are the best ones because mm. they they make you think and they inspire you to try harder and really be proud of what you wear. Yeah, if at first you don't kill a fit, try, try again. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's great advice. Yeah. So John... Good question for you here from a yeah. very good friend of the pod, Dom Choi. A a classic – I don't even want to go into this. Document. Yeah, let's just do one-word answers or two-word answers. John, do it stink? It do. Saul, do it stink? No, I shower three times a day. Hell no, it don't stink. Oh, I, I was just saying like for the meme. I shower all the time. It don't stink, but it do. You just admitted that it stank. <sighs> I've been exposed. You've gone on record. <laughs> we have to start over. We're we an do. hour and five minutes in. Sorry. Delete it. Delete the pod. <laughs> scrub scrub the records. <laughs> scrub it like the shower. Hello and welcome to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dom, for asking such an excellent question. Uh, that's also been a question that's popped up in our group chat many a time. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a meme. It's a good meme. Yep in the current state of the internet. So thank you for carrying the torch and asking us the, the questions that need to be asked. Mm -hmm. Final question. We are, yeah, we are at the last question. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised looking at this document right now. I'm shocked. We're only an hour and six minutes in. I'm very impressed. I expected this one to go at least six hours. <laughs> yeah, but we've got a big question. Um, yeah. Coming from Harry dot Bagnall, H A R R Y dot B A G N A L L asks, "Who do you think Virgil's successor will be at Louis Vuitton?" Dang, um, this I I don't really have an answer to this. Um, in all honesty, I think Sorry. that he is i will say this i don't think that they're going to replace him for another four or five years it's going to um, be a while he'll have um, his, his time at the helm for quite a while I yeah think. like he's he's so popular and he's making them so much money um there's no reason for them to replace him oh, um, yeah you know it's it's like raf was at calvin klein and i think he was making beautiful stuff it just wasn't selling maybe because of the high price points or maybe just mm -hmm. because you know it just wasn't what was in but virgil is making things and i'm begrudgingly admitting this that people really enjoy and they're buying self-included 
think Virgil's work with Louis Vuitton has been good. I hate <laughs> admitting I hate admitting it. I really do. But I know you do. Yeah, he's, he's doing he's doing good work. He's doing his that. thing. Yeah, I I will say I I do enjoy some of the the runway fits, the the quieter ones, the ones that aren't plastered with the monogram or plastered with his nonsense words and things like that. I think he's had like the the cloud suit was really cool. I love um, the cloud suit. Yeah, that's been my favorite. My that I will rock the crap out of it. But no, I you know I think he's he's hit or miss at least for me. Uh, but for a lot of people, he is hitting he's constantly, hit after hit, yeah. and he's making a lot of money. But John, he I is. know that you have an actual answer for this, yeah. um, like a person in mind. I, I'd love to hear what I you have to do. Say. I do have a person in mind. So, um, my, I don't know if it's who I think more who I hope it is. Um, this is a designer who's been gaining a ton of traction. I think just in the last year, but. Uh, she is unbelievable, and she has done some spectacular work. Um, Emily Bodie from oh. the, from the brand Bodie. Uh, she won. I don't remember the exact award, but it was basically Designer of the Year last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she's killing it. If you aren't familiar with her work, the brand is B O D E. It's pronounced Bodie, and it's very expensive. But each piece is like painstakingly crafted and Mm -hmm. so much attention to detail i believe she started off uh she's from the east coast of the united states Mm -hmm. and she started off going around thrift stores finding old quilts and like making jackets and pants and stuff for her friends out of them Mm -hmm. and they've since gained traction and she's absolutely killing it right now she's i mean she you can find her stuff on essence and matches and all like the big online fashion Mm -hmm. houses uh I would love to see her take over at Louis Vuitton and do more of like a folklore approach on the brand. I would love that. I mean, they've so done some cool. stuff with like folklore and things like that. Like John just told me about the Wizard of Oz thing um, mm-hmm. that Virgil has been doing. I would personally love to see um, – I forget who the, the writer was, but he did like a dark um, – god damn it. I'm forgetting the name. He did like dark interpretations of classic um, storybook stuff. Um, oh God. Um, it might've been Roald Dahl actually. Yeah. Forgive me. Um, but I would love to see like tapestries that tell an actual story turned into jackets. I'd love to Mm -hmm. see, this is like my own personal thing. I want capes to make a comeback. Like, God damn, I want capes to make a comeback. Um, sorry, Edna mode from the Incredibles. (laughs) No capes. No, I want capes. Um, yeah. Rico has a cape. Does he? Leo he does. has um Leo has a vintage um uh Ralph Lauren. I think it's like purple label for dogs, but Jeez. he has like a purple label for dogs cloak. It's really Bougie. cool. That's awesome. I keep yeah, my I dog think, dripped. <laughs> I think Emily Bodie would kill it at the helm of yeah. Louis Vuitton. That's a cool pick. I, I hadn't even you know, I saw that she had won that award. I'm forgetting what the what is it, like CF. I can never Whatever. remember. It's an it's a acronym, but yeah, it's her, her work is beautiful. Both uh, mm-hmm. men's wear and women's wear. She's killing it. Yeah, totally agree. And that does it for our questions for this week. However, did we it. are not done with the podcast. Of course, no, we are not. We've got more stuff to do. But I mm-hmm. want to thank everybody who asked us questions. That means so much that you guys want to know our opinions on different stuff because yeah. we 
certainly want to give them to you because clearly we both love to talk and we're already at an hour and 12 minutes, but that's okay because we are having fun in the stew and we're hoping you guys are having just as much fun as we are listening to this in the future. Saul, do you have any Mm -hmm. hot takes this week? I don't think I do. Um, been sort of busy with papers. I haven't had my, my normal time to ruminate and get angry about something. Um, I don't know. Buy some fresh produce. Who knows? Yeah, that's a good one. It's not exactly a hot take, but I don't it's know. A fresh Go outside. Take. Go hiking. Go take hiking. a take a fit pick. Take a fit pick with a tree. Take a fit pick, let us know, we'll drop a like. Yeah. Maybe a comment if it's really fire. Or if it's really bad. Oh, Just we'll kidding. comment. No. We would never we make won't. fun of our we would never. Exactly. My we hot make take. fun of ourselves, but yes. Oh yeah, we love to make fun of ourselves. <laughs> we do um my hot take of the week similar to the vegetable take uh do a little cooking i think um okay i think that's a good way to create at a simple level and a very accessible level for people and even if it doesn't turn out well at least you tried and you can learn from that and make it better the next time i think Mm. start start simple definitely if you aren't uh a big cook and uh, just move on from there. I mean, even if you're starting with the peanut butter and jelly sandwich and moving forward from there, give it a try. Uh, there are some great recipes that I like to make. If you want some good recipes, let me know. I'll send a couple your way. But, um, yeah, give cooking a, a try during these crazy times and after. I mean, after all this is blown over, keep on uh, bettering yourself and learning new skills. Hmm. Yeah. There are a lot of good resources out there for you to learn how to cook too. Um, mm-hmm. It seems really daunting, but there are channels like uh, Binging with Babish. Uh, oh, shout great. out Babby. Um, uh, the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen is fantastic. Even chefs like Gordon Ramsay. Um, he can move a little bit quick, but you can obviously pause his video. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't know. Cooking's awesome. I love it. Check out uh, Great British Baking Show if you haven't. Oh. I forgot to include that in my favorite TV shows. That one's like mm-hmm. – way up there with the top like the best of the best mm. i completely forgot about like non-fiction shows but <laughs> that's another question for another day i also would add love island it's garbage television i haven't it watched my it brain. but I've, I've heard it's john fire. oh there is I don't nothing watch that much better reality tv it just gives me a headache okay that's fair but uh, like i wanna because uh, like it seems so fun to talk about yeah. i've never seen bachelor i've never seen love island bachelor's garbage love island is amazing big flames you know what i'm gonna try to get a love island competitor on the pod oh that'd be cool Mm -hmm. i think someone from summer house which is another like bravo show went on throwing fits or at the time it was failing upwards i have no like they i don't consider them competition or anything i'm a fan i'm no i am too i'm just angry that i'm sad that they, uh, they beat us to it yeah yeah I'd also really want to get a competitor for RuPaul's Drag Race, which I think has gone a little oh, bit downhill since so cool. season eight. However, that is a whole other thing. I would love to do drag. Another whole other thing. Be comfortable with yourself, everybody. Absolutely. Um, John, Saul. my personal favorite segment. It is. I've listened to this playlist so many times. I've discovered new songs that I absolutely love. I've discovered old songs that I absolutely love. Do you have... A song of the week. I certainly do. And Ooh. it's kind of 
like a funny, ironic one because of what we're doing right now. We're all we're all stuck inside. It is My Room by Frank Ocean. Uh, it's one of his more recent tracks from hopefully an upcoming album. Uh, and the chorus is My Room, My Room, My Room. Uh, yeah. It speaks to my life right now. I am in my room, my room, my room. It's a, it's actually a great song. I've probably listened to it, probably closing in on 500 listens since it came out hmm. in uh, like February, somewhere around there. It's it's a beautiful track. It's fun and like punchy. It's not too sad boy, Frank. It's more like I feel like you could you could do a little dancing to it. But yeah, if you haven't given that a listen, please do. Saul, how about you, my man? Favorite song of the week? I don't have as much information on this artist as I usually like. I like to do like my pre-song four-minute yeah. spiel that I'm sure annoys everybody. All I know is that she's young. She's from New Zealand. And the song also has somebody in it who you love, Gus Dapperton. Oh, uh, my yeah. song of the week is Super Lonely by, I think it's Bene, but I'm not sure. It could be That song's Bene. blowing up right now. It's great. I, I found it, not to be cool guy John, but I found it like right when it released because I have all my notifications Ooh. on for Gus, mm. uh, like on Spotify, and it gave me a notification saying he was featuring on a new song, and that was probably yeah. like half a year ago, something like that. Yeah, that's a great song. Cool. Um, yeah, no, great song, super bouncy. Uh, the music video is great. She's a good mm-hmm. dancer. I'm like a little bit in love with her. Um, Gus is a great dancer too. I'm a little bit in love with him as well. Uh, <laughs> he stage dove on top of me one time. It was crazy. Dang. Did you slip a ring onto his finger? I tried, but uh, I was under like his legs. So, Did you, you give know. him a toe ring? I did. Yeah. Mm. Did. They say they say diamonds are forever, but toe rings are eternal. <laughs> yes, because you can't get them off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. I kind of yeah. forgot about that one. So heading into our penultimate segment, penultimate means the one before the last. It does. Um, My track coach taught me that back in high school. Damn. Um, shout out, shout out I Mr. learned Bushland. it from uh, the Lemony Snicket books, a series oh, of fortunate events. Those were great books. The penultimate. What do you think of the movie? Uh, I really like. No, not the movie. I love the Netflix series. I didn't love the the movie. Okay, the Jim Carrey one. I thought he was good, but I thought that the kid actors the kids the kids weren't that good. Yeah, but Jim Carrey crushed it. Mm-hmm. So this was a segment suggested to us uh, by great friend of the pod Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Sebastian! I think his Instagram tag is Sebastian dot m dot b. Um, Hold on, I'll check. I have definitely it open worth right a now. shout out. But I will introduce it while John is uh, pulling that up. Sebastian um, underscore m underscore b. Give him a follow. He's got a cool yeah cool great feed. kid. Um, but yeah, so it is our Jack, which is whack and our ace, which is the, the based, the based <laughs> of the week. Um, this could be a drop that we are excited for kind of coming up in the very near future or that has just come out or a drop that we were disappointed by or are going to be disappointed by, uh, when it actually releases. So John, do you have a Jack and an ace of the week? I think I just have an ace. Um, this is Ooh. my third week in a row saying this, but I can't hate on anyone right now releasing stuff just because of all the craziness. Um, I can. Saul can. <laughs> but I do have my ace of the week, and it is that Extra Butter Adidas SC Premier in the cable knit variety. 
specifically the green one. I think the green one's really cool. And I think I might be trying to get it tomorrow. So we will see. Yeah. So I am. Go off. So, okay. I'll start with the ace. I'll start with, I guess, the good news first. I've never seen anything like this. It's really weird. And I I want it. Um, Atis, I think, is how you pronounce the brand. Has a suede cowboy boot with like a like a hoka hoka one one sole. It's ridiculous. Whoa. Send those my um, way, buddy. I want them so bad. I haven't seen Badly. those. Let's use our adverbs. Um, they are so weird. They are six hundred dollars. So maybe I'm waiting on a sale. Are they on the God... sale? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean they are bonkers. Um, those sound crazy. I would rock these with my jeans. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, they're they're just super weird. They look like a, like Merrell's had sex with a pair of, of <laughs> cowboy boots. It's it's so odd. What's the brand? Uh, e Y T Y S. Oh yeah, I, I never knew how to pronounce that. I didn't know if it was like Eddie's or eh, I don't know. Who knows? I, fashion brands. They're cool. Are they have some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my Jack of the Week. This okay. I, I'm gonna preface this just a little bit. This is the first time. This company has done a collaboration with not themselves, um, and I think that the the artist and the the group that were chosen completely dropped the ball, and it looks stupid and ridiculous. And at least to me, if you like it, go for it. Obviously, this is just my opinion, but I think it looks absolutely ridiculous, and I think they could have done so much more. Um, and I think that this artist had a cool collaboration earlier, I think with Dior. Um, but has really dropped the ball on this. It is the Daniel Arsham Uniqlo Pokemon collab collection. It uh, looks so yeah. dumb. It could it, have been he, so much cooler. He literally took the clip art of Pikachu and and Mewtwo and and Ash and Jigglypuff. Like I kid you not. Like when you Google Jigglypuff, when you Google Pokemon, I think these are like, it's the, like first the first images. And he just did like his crystal thing to him. And he didn't even do it that well. It's no. like crappy hand drawn. It just. Oh, it's the first time Pokemon's given out like what what would you call it? Their IP to yeah. an artist like this? And they gave away like the raw footage from like the very, very early mm-hmm. episodes and gave them the rights to use that. And it yep. it was bricked. No good. Yep. No Absolutely good. I agree. Hard. That was pretty bad. And I love Uniqlo. I love Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't think Daniel Arsham's that bad of an artist. I mean, no, I don't think he is either. I, I, I don't even want to preface it with that bad. I think he's a very good artist, mm-hmm. but I just don't think these three might have been too many people involved in the collaboration. Too many cooks, type of deal. Too many cooks. Yeah. But yeah, that one bummed me out. I was very excited to see what that ended up being, but yeah, yeah, that was a shame. I think Daniel Arsham's on his way to becoming like the next cause, like the next hype beast artist, Ugh. which. I hope not because I think he's really cool. I follow him on Instagram. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Um, he I likes just like this... science and stuff. Like he always wears lab coats and cool sneakers. So I'm a fan. Yeah. But anyway, those are my, my Jack and Ace of the Week. Um, mm-hmm. Moving into our, our final segment. Um, a, a, like I say, one of my personal favorites. I, I love this podcast. Um, I do too. But great segment john do you have a a guest of the week somebody you'd love to see come on the pod yeah i do um i've been getting very ambitious with these guests of the week i think last week it was frank ocean Mm. this one is probably equally as ambitious if not more 
another person who's very hard to get to sit down for interviews. Um, Michael Jordan. Oh. With the MJ documentary premiering last night, I still need to go watch the first couple episodes, but I've heard it's like groundbreaking stuff. Oh, so it's really, got Twitter ablaze. Twitter's going insane over it. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to check it out. I love basketball. So it's definitely something I want to give a look to. But I think uh, after that's all said and done, it'd be awesome to talk to MJ just about the series as a whole. And of course, we are a sneaker heavy podcast and a fashion heavy podcast. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is known for his interesting fits where he wears giant pants. Um, but yeah, I'd love to talk to him about his jeans and his shoes and just his his tie-in with fashion like Mm -hmm. when you think of sneakers you think of jordans so i'm a big fan of uh of his shoes and i think it'd be really cool to get to speak to what some would call the greatest of all time i don't have i don't have a goat i haven't decided who's the best at basketball i was just thinking about it for a second i think i'd say lebron but i don't know i it it may just be like different time two different games like yeah it's so hard to compare because they play so differently, but yeah, it seems like in MJ's era, somebody would just like pull out like a, like a pipe and just like brain you for fun mm-hmm. on the court. And everybody would be like, Oh, that's a, that's a tech one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like give him two, two shots free throws, <laughs> take some salt pills and call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, we can get more into basketball in a future episode because Saul and I both love hoops. But yeah, I think MJ would be a cool guest. How about you, Saul? Hmm. Well, I've given this one some some thought, obviously. I do a lot of thinking on on people I'd love to to chop it up with. You know, this person really how would I describe it? Played an essential part in my childhood as a character in a in a in a movie series, the X Men series. Um, Patrick Stewart um, played Professor X. I was Sir always Patrick Stewart. Sorry, Sir Patrick Stewart. How dare I? I deeply apologize. Now he's this. not going to come on the pod. Bricked. Okay, my second guest. <laughs> <of the week. laughs> Actually, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll shout out to one Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart. God damn oh it. Oh my gosh. Never mind. He won't be coming on the pod. <laughs> Number two, Phil Mickelson. Come on the pod. Oh, one of my favorite athlete. golfers of all time. Lefty. I have a signed picture of his sitting not four feet from my face right Are now. You a lefty? I am a lefty. Interesting. That's cool. But yeah, always been a big fan of Phil. Apparently a really nice guy. I will also shout out Jim Furyk, who is the one of the nicest athletes who I've ever met in my life. Um, stand up dude. But yeah, Phil Mickelson, yes. Sir Patrick Stewart. Come on there the pod. Third time's the charm. <laughs> Third time. <laughs> and Saul, for those of you who don't know, is a world renowned golfer. Was a world renowned golfer. He's he was very good, folks. Did you ever hit a hole in one? I yeah, I did. Oh my gosh, that's sick. Thank you. <laughs> That is sick. You know, I've been known to uh, tear it up on the putt-putt course myself. We'll have to go putt-putting. I've hit a hole-in-one in in Wii Golf. I don't think I have. Yeah. There's only like... Could be considered the bigger achievement. I think there's two holes where you can hit a hole-in-one on the traditional nine holes. There's 18 holes. I mean, in Wii... There's nine in Wii Golf, but I think there are only two where it's possible to hit a hole-in-one. 
Am I thinking Wii Sports Resort that has 18? I'm thinking, yeah, the, like the okay. OG yep. Wii Sports Golf. Yep. There's yep. only yep. nine. Yep. Yeah. And only two of them you can hit all in one. Okay. I think yeah. I've done it on both, though. Yeah. It's very yeah. exciting. It's an exhilarating feeling. Yeah. That sounds crazy. But <laughs> as always, guys, have you had a hole in one either in real life, mini putt putt, or we sports i don't know let <laughs> us know uh we love to hear from you guys really it it means the world to us sliding into the dms engaging with you guys it's a high point of john and i's week like it, it genuinely it makes us so excited and happy and thank you so much to everybody who's shown support and reached out and just said kind words given us feedback pitch segments for the pod whatever it may be thank you so much um guys like we would just be two guys doing this for the fun of it, if not for you. But mm-hmm. we do have all of you, and we're able to engage and and have a great time. Um, we did forget to shout it out as we do every week, but you can check out our uh, playlists for Song of the Week uh, on Spotify. We share those on our story probably once or twice a week, um, so you can catch them there, or you can look them up yourself. Whatever you want to do, that's fine by me. Um, our playlist names are Pair of Kings and Pair of Kings Favorite Songs. Pair of Kings Favorite Songs are the more general, just things we've been vibing out to. And Pair of Kings are our weekly song picks here on the pod. So check out um, our song picks and song picks from Space Opera, uh, from Geo Casket, from Meme Saint Laurent, from Fashion Wankers, uh, and some future guests. Maybe one on Thursday. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, special episode coming up, a little origin story. Yeah. Very exciting. But Saul, you want to take us out? Or am I taking us out? I think you should take us out. I, I did the outro. It might be a little bit too much Saul to, to round out the final. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sprinkle a little John in there before we get out. But uh, as always, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to Pair of Kings podcast. We love, love, love doing this. And uh, we're very, very honored and blessed to be able to bring you content on a bi-weekly basis. We're having a blast. We hope you are, too. Uh, our DMs are open. If anyone wants to chat about the episode, get to know us better, or if you just want to talk, tell us some weird facts about animals. I'd love to hear some elephant facts. Let's hear them. I have a weird giraffe fact. Before Drop we it. round out. Giraffes are the only animals born with horns. Wow. On that, press flat against their head. Huh, that's really interesting. It sounds very painful for the mother giraffe. No, no, no. it's it's completely fine. They're pressed flat. And they okay. Pop. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know, man. Still a lot of neck that you have to give birth to. <laughs> On that wonderful, not gross at all note, <laughs> this has been Pair of Kings podcast, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night or good day. Damn, it's tomorrow. Have a good time. Yeah. Have a great (laughs) week. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy your life. (laughs) Bye.